everyone, welcome back to a very special episode of Mom Boss Maximizer. I have one of my favorite people in the whole entire world, my family, my sister, my cousin, Donna Manorino. Hey. Welcome to the show. You're so welcome. The guys, this is round two. Part two, round, <laughs> Part two, round two. We this is actually <laughs> we recorded a whole hour. Was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. And came to find out that the audio did not work. And I was so nervous to tell Donna. No, it was all good. <laughs> she was I so needed a round one. I needed a round one. Yeah, you need to get it out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Get the get them out, but also it's so funny because now this round two, we are ourselves. Yeah. We're in our sweats. Sneakers. We've got our Nikes on. Yeah, and we have even more content to share because Donna has started a new adventure that I cannot wait to talk about in today's episode. So, yeah, I, and th- this is if you if you guys know me and know Donna, uh, you know that. We have our our conversations can go from A to Z, from left to right. So we're gonna really stay on track as best as we can. But we're gonna bring all the laughter, maybe some tears, because that's what we do. We're the Lombardos. Have you heard of Lombardos? Have you? Have you heard of Lombardos, guys? That's us. That the Lombardos restaurant is our family. So we go way back in Albany, and Donna's gonna Donna's gonna bring it back. She's got lots of experience. So much trials and triumphs and challenges to uh, share with you and I consider my cousin, my sissy I call her one of and she's my best friend but I consider her one of the strongest people I know I always say that and Aww. hey cheers cheers, cheers. cheers Mike oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes all right so let's get into it Don tell us tell everyone who's listening because uh, you're the mayor of Albany and when I first posted this everyone's because everyone knows you. Everyone. Stop. You know everybody when you went to three high schools. But like you're the connector. You and everyone. When we are somewhere, everyone knows Donna. Like that's what we call her, the mayor. But like you're just the most likable person. Everyone wants to have a conversation with you. You know. So tell us. Tell us about your background. Tell us where you're from. Like just upbringing, family. So I'm married to a great guy. Joey. Joe. Joey. Joey. Joe. Crazy Joe. Um, we have three children. We have three daughters, um, Angie, Liza, and Tally. Hmm. Um, we just got a new puppy, Nugget. Nugget. Kiernan. Kiernan is a nugget that name. <laughs> Her looked like a chicken nugget. <laughs> uh, where her name came from. Um, I mean, we thrive on family. We're we do. We're huge on what matters the most is family. Mm-hmm. Family first. Mm-hmm. Cousins first. Yeah. Friends, friends first. Sure. Cousins were our first yeah. friends. We always yeah. say that. And look where we are through all these years later. Mm-hmm. All the groups of friends we've been through, where we hurt the most. Yeah, each other. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm not going to be together. Oh, cheers. Another mic, cheers. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of those. Right. But tell us, even just growing up, you know, you're from Albany, and I feel like your heart is Albany. And even this next yeah. chapter, this new season in your life right now, is like the impact that you're bringing to Albany. So your background from growing up and the values that were instilled in you, you said family was definitely a core value, is a core value. What else was your life like growing up with mom, dad? Um, I really grew up with my mom and my grandma, our grandmother. Nanny. Nanny. Cheers, Cheers, Nanny. Nanny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And some of 
Mm-hmm. So they were so much younger. I think Aunt Diane is only eight years older than me. Yeah. You and I are nine. Mm-hmm. So think of how close in age we were. Mm. Um, so um, my mom was a single mom for a little while, and we lived with Nanny. And I got to grow up around lots of women. There's mm-hmm. five women, five girls, one boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Uncle Bud. Yeah, One boy, six girls. But he had his two sons, so it worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. 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 But this is what explains why I also am such a, uh, you know, when I speak on women empowerment and being surrounded by strong women, it's how we were raised. It's what we saw. 100%. Mm-hmm. Everything we did, we did together. Mm-hmm. I rarely saw my mom with friends. It was, it was always her sisters Yeah. her mother. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a single parent. Grandpa Pat died. When mm-hmm. He was like 46. I yeah, think, he was young. So she had to raise all these girls. <laughs> and Uncle Bud. And Uncle Bud. In their cute little house on Tampa Avenue. Tampa. I know. I know. See? Sorry, We're bringing it back, guys. So um, my mom met my stepfather. And we lived downtown. He was doing over brownstone, so we lived on Lancaster Street through my childhood. Um, she got pregnant for my brother, so we moved up to New Scotland Avenue. Um, I was raised in Albany my whole life. Um, let's see. But tell me, like, you know, you being raised, I'm going to say, like, your core values. What I know, I already know your background. <laughs> Just know. some of it. That's but. Yes, but tell, I mean, tell them, like, you went to how many different schools, you kind of pushed the envelope, you were, when there was that, that line of stepping over, you're like, I'm just going to put my big toe over that line and just, just test my parents. I do have a big toe. <laughs> <laughs> you really Don't do, actually. The big hammer, toe. the oh, hammer. It's like a golf club. The golf club, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, God, all right. I'll work on that. Um... <laughs> I don't really know what you mean by putting my big toe over the top. <laughs> I was talking about you like really trying, like you were, you had a lot of things going on in just your, in, in your oh, life yeah. and just a lot of obstacles, even at a kid. And this is why I always, when I got into my blended family, I've always gone to you for help with navigating through that, all the emotions. So a lot of stuff was going on in your life. What helped you? What grounded you? What values? Like, did, What did you do to stay active to stay to have that mindset instead of feeling sorry for myself because i didn't have like the family mm-hmm. like you guys were like the cookie cutter family we were Why yep can't we be like the stop be- and now look at us I, no no but but i did have that too i had yeah. that too but yeah instead of crying about it all the time i mean i gave my mom a really hard time I felt like I never fit in a family. Mm-hmm. I had my father and my stepmother and my sister. I had my stepfather and my mother and my brother. Like, where was my fit? I had to keep going back and forth, back and forth. Mm. And instead of being upset about it, every holiday I had to go here, go there, mm. travel. Mm-hmm. It sucked being a kid doing that. Like, mm-hmm. You got to hurry up, open your presents because you have to go to your father's. Or, like, it was constant. Um, and I was always late to everything, so the party had already started at Nanny's. And it sucked <laughs> being that person, but. Later on, what I realized was that 
you have to appreciate who you do have. And that's mm-hmm. something I tell my kids. Mm-hmm. Stop worrying about what you don't have mm-hmm. and appreciate who and what you do have. Mm-hmm. Because it's far more valuable than, you know, you just... And Angie talks about that. She, I've, I've heard her, especially during the pandemic, well, when everything was going on and just like with her, you know, with her uh, path... That she's that she has taken. That we can get into that further um, later. But dance, that's where I'm going with it. Like, when did you start that, and when was that? When, when did you know that was your thing, and that would help you? Mm, I didn't know it was my thing thing until I got to my second dance studio. Mm. My first dance studio was somewhere I got put in because you guys were there. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Barbara Gallagher. It's where you finish. It's not where you can go. It's how you land. <laughs> yep. See, we're, who, who would have yeah. thought that I was a dancer? Yes. But this oh, one's the... Remember your Thanks. Yeah. And you choreographed it to Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. It was awesome. It was so good. And I will still forever cry about forgetting the pants that my mom made because they were the, um, the snap pants and I was supposed to rip them off at one that. point. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So she choreographed my thanks, my senior solo, and but tell us about that path and your dance I started career. At Gallagher's. Um, it was she was a rockette. It was mostly mm-hmm. ballet and mm-hmm. all that, and there was no ballerina in me. Clearly, <laughs> um, but I loved it. I loved the discipline of it I love I did love Mrs. Gallagher mm. I loved Blanche I, I loved going I felt like I was a part of something um and then um when I was in the sixth grade we were all on the playground and everybody was like doing their dances and you know I was kind of like oh we don't do that and this is in the 80s yeah yeah you had the cardboard boxes mm-hmm. boom boxes and you know everybody was back spinning with the Swishy pants, what are those? Windbreakers? Yeah, the windbreakers. They're back out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The bright colors, Mm. the pink pumas with the pink fat laces. Yes. Um, And I remember my friend at the time, she's still a very good friend of mine, uh, she was doing this dance, and it was like, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, this, 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 this. And I'm like, where do you dance? She's like, oh, I go to Cindy's Academy of Dance. And I was like, well, I want to go there. So I went home, I said to my mom, we got to go to Cindy's Academy of Dance. That's where I want to dance. My friends go there. I don't know anybody out there. We're driving a half hour to get to dance every night. Mm-hmm. And she didn't let me do it at first because we were family friends. And she mm-hmm. didn't want to take me away from that. And I begged, begged, begged. And finally, I had to audition to get into Cindy's. It was that big. Really? Yes. And I was so nervous. Was this the same location where the no, old gym was? she was on Delaware Avenue. Oh, she was? Now where you are now. That's so yeah, full circle. Yeah, yep. So she had me audition to get into her competition team. Oh, she had a competition team back oh, then, too. Big. Real big. Mm. They were in the paper. They won everything. Like, I was like, what is going on here? Mm. So awesome. I got in, and that's where everything began for me with dance. I met some of my closest friends still to this day. All mm-hmm. our kids dance through these years together. Mm. We taught them. It's just one big family. Cindy has two generations of dancers. Mm-hmm. You know, that says a lot for who she is and what she stands for. And I, I love, yes, we love you, Cindy. We love you. Cheers. Yep. There's another mic drop right there. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Mike Rich. <laughs> I thought we were doing cheers to Mike Rich. <laughs> when you were like, cheers, Mike. 
No, this is a microphone mic. All right, well, we got to give Michael cheers. All right, Mike. Okay, Mike he will love this. He will. Cheers, Mike Rich. We love you. Love you. Mm-hmm. Boom. So... Now, this this dance journey, how has it evolved? Like, I remember you saying you danced till what age at Cindy still? <laughs> still there. As a dancer on the stage, yeah. though. Uh, Actually, yeah, yeah you yeah, still yeah. do that. Yeah, you yeah. still do that. No, um, I think I danced till I was in my early 20s. Hmm. And then I went on to uh, Firebirds. Okay, let's get into that. So you danced to your 20s with Cindy's, and then how did the Firebirds come up? Now, when the Firebirds, if you guys are, you know, new to the whole Arena Football League, it, it was, oh, it was insane back then. We had season tickets, and it was packed. The streets were packed. for that, for this group of Firebirds coming up. Me too. Now they're back to the Firebirds. Yeah. So what was that experience like? Well, Downtown Eddie Brown. What? I'm, 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 I'm oh, joking. I'm, like, I'm joking. <laughs> no, touchdown Eddie touchdown Brown. Touchdown Eddie Brown. Our last podcast. We, we're just, yep, just laughing. We're going to continue that too. We're bouncing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So my friend Amy and I, Amy Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like trying to get a group of six and we were going to try out. Try out for the Firebirds. And she's like, okay. I'm like, it's a dance team. And we get down there and they hand us pom-poms. <laughs> You're like, I'm and not I'm a cheerleader. Like, so I'm like, you just got to do an eight count and smile really big and go big or go home. I, we don't know what we're doing. Uh-huh. And we both made it. And that started our journey with the Firebirds, the Flames, Firebirds. Mm. It was so fun. It was probably the best time in my life. Really? Yeah. What was what was it like from going from a dancer to actually having to be the captain and the choreographer? So our coach quit year two and asked me to take over. Oh, okay. So you were there for two years before. I was a dancer for two years. Mm-hmm. And then when she quit, she had asked me to take over. And I wasn't in school. I was doing a hair school. Mm-hmm. I was in college. So I was like, oh, I'll just do that on the side. And that was awesome. It did pushed me out of being a dancer, though. Mm. And I actually liked the choreography better than... Being a choreographer rather than dancing. Really? I'm I don't know. That's... so shy. Like... Mm, I, you are. I'm so shy. I just said so to you a couple... Yes. I am. But I'm, you are an extrovert introvert, right? Introvert, extrovert. I don't know yes. How it is. <laughs> I just know that I get really shy mm-hmm. get, unless it's a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. If you put me in a crowd to dance on a dance floor, I need like three drinks, mm. but you put a count on, and I can do it all day long. I get shy performing. I pull back. Mm. I pull back. See, my one of my fondest memories of you is when I went to your dance competition, the Tremaine competition, and you did Mo Money. Yes, and you had the wig on. I had really <laughs> short hair. I remember yeah. I was, I think I was a freshman oh, in high school. Yes. Yeah, was in that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you did Mo Money, Mo Problems. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I love watching you. I loved hip hop. That was like the turning point for me to really love hip hop. And and it's and that's that's another thing too, not to cut you off. No, yeah, go that's into another it. Another thing too that when we would go to Tremaine dance conventions, mm-hmm. even our kids now, the way you dance in the recital 
compared to the way you dance on a stage in front of choreographers. Mm -hmm. You want to impress them. You want them to see you shine. You want to do it for your team. Mm. It's, I like team things. I don't like individual things. I'm, mm. not, I'm not good at, like, all eyes on me. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, that's kind of like Beyonce. When she's on stage, she's yeah. Sasha Fierce. But when she's right. just like, I don't want to be, she seems more. So that is. It's kind of an art. Yeah. You have to. Put on the, put on. Act. Yes, it's acting. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're on the stage. I didn't know that about you. So, um, okay. So from Firebirds to, how, how did you know in this time in your early 20s that hair was a passion, dance was going to be your career, where did you, like, have that mindset? Hair was not my passion. Mm, okay, Hair let's get into this. that I was really good at and just kind of fell in my lap, and it was a quick hustle. Mm. That's where you make your money. Cash is king. Yes. You know? So it's like bartending. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm good with talking to people. I'm good with, you know, conversations. Mm -hmm. I'm good with the psychology part of doing Doing the actual hair, I actually became the network educator for the salon. So, again, it's teaching. Mm. So, it was like I never went to work with the heels and the hair and the eyelashes. Yeah. Like, it, this yeah. was me. Mm -hmm. I never fit that mold. Mm. And dance was always my side job. Mm -hmm. So, now I'm flip-flopping. Now we're flip-flopping. And, you know, I actually love where how we're navigating through this episode compared to what we did last episode. I couldn't It's hot. The lights it's are really hot. Around you guys. Whoever's on the next podcast, wear shorts and, and blinding lights. But it's all good. I was able to do myself. That's right. So I appreciate the yeah, for you, yeah, I feel more me too. Yeah, see? Right? Cheers. It's just cheers to us. That's cheers to us. It's like cheers this is, but this is why I, you and I are so similar, and we talk about this a lot with between building the businesses, our families, being authentic, being us, being real, and just having each other. So um, what were we just talking about? See, this is what happens. Know. What were we talking about? I'm asking the wrong person. What were we talking about from going to, uh, see, I lost my train of thought. We're going to, I know, I was, it was like a good segue too. Oh, you said, it, you flip-flopped. Okay. Yes, so now my nine to five is teaching. Yeah. Hey, go Falcons. Okay, so let's talk about this. When did you take that risk and let go of hair and say goodbye to hair? Okay, well, let's backtrack a little bit. Okay, this, this is what I mean by like telling your story. Like, let's talk about everything that really came, like, that built up to this moment of where you're in right now. And I don't want to knock the whole hair thing. No. No. Those also were the best years of my life. Mm -hmm. the best friends of my life. Yeah. Still to this day. Mm -hmm. I worked for the same person the yeah. whole time. I never left. I, so loyal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and built strong foundation and friendships. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just wasn't me 100%. Mm -hmm. It was easy. I stayed complacent because it was good money. I'm sure my husband Joe would say to me, you made that in three days. I had to work all week to make that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, but my body started hurting. Mm -hmm. My arms started hurting. My 
legs started. I had I was working with brace. It just started to. You're standing all day. Wrists. I got. Like you know, hair dressing. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so going backwards, I just had to throw that out there. So yeah. I don't want to knock that because I did enjoy it. I'm glad you did. But it was time. Yeah. Um, it was also time because I started seeing people like you, all these other women saying, like, you got to do what you love. You got to take the risk. Mm-hmm. You got to take that leap. And even if it's bad, it'll get good and blah, blah, And I'm like, what am I doing? Mm. I'm just kind of staying. What am I teaching my girls? Yeah. I'm teaching them to just do good at your job. Make sure you like your job. Make a decent living. Go home and come back. Mm-hmm. You're exhausted at the end of the day. I, I just didn't feel like I was fulfilling mm-hmm. my purpose. Um, I started, I opened a business five years ago. Um, it's called The Drop In. Mm. Drop In Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. Love it. Ooh. Right. So The Drop In, and we're going backwards. No, it's okay. Totally no. That's good. This is, but this is what the conversation's all about. So, how did you? How were you inspired by the drop-in? So I knew that I always wanted a dance studio, but because I've been with Cindy for so long and everything she's done for me and my friends and my kids, mm-hmm. um, I could not do that to her. Um, I've seen people do it, and it's, it hurts. Yeah. Um, so I went to her and said, "What can I do?" that is for the both of us, but it will get me through when you're done to be able to move forward with the business. Because I don't want to do tap and jazz and ballet Mm -mm. or contemporary or lyrical or modern or any of that. (laughs) I just want to do hip hop. Right. Jazz funk. I can do tap a little bit. But you want to feel, you want to feel that just that power within you that you'll be able to express. Yes. Teach foundations. Hip hop is a culture. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> she burped. That's okay. We're we're in it. Okay. We're in it. All right. So, um, there is not much of that in this area. A lot of studios have so much to offer, and they say we have hip hop. Mm. But when you're watching it, you know, I don't know. I'm not to knock anybody, but you don't really see hip hoppers up there in sparkly leotards. Or yeah. Sneakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, I just feel like there, there's more to offer. So I started it as come to the studio and take a class, drop in, mm-hmm. and then go back to your studio and maybe bring some of those foundations to your studio. Mm-hmm. A lot of studios did not like that. Mm-hmm. They said that I was soliciting their people, and they were told they couldn't come to my my studio anymore, which really sucked. But sucks for them. It it, it does. Too bad, like that, because that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. If you know me, it's not. Well, it's it's funny because I was just when I was recording uh, branding, and part of the one of the elements of branding is the non-believers, and those are the ones, those are the haters, those are the ones that help you, help you to tell that message and give that message of who you are and who you are not, and who you are is yes. You're a connector. You're the anchor to a lot of. Yeah. I remember that. I remember the beginning. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I had one kid for a whole year. Shout out to the Galanos. Oh, yeah. Christina, that yeah. Kid came every single week. Oh. For the whole year. 
That's awesome. Like, Where's everybody else? I'm like, oh, you know, if you build it, they'll, they'll come. come. <laughs> but five years later, look at where we are. Mm. I've had Chris Brown's dancers. I've had Justin Timberlake's dancers. I've had workshops with Justin Bieber's dancers. And we've invited our whole community of mm. studios. So whoever came, thank you. Shout out to you. Mm. Um, I've raised my daughter in dancing, who's now in L.A., mm-hmm. working, trying to, you know. Followed her dreams yeah. because you inspired her, because you were that role model for her. And I was crying so hard oh. when she left, and my husband was like, you set this whole thing up. <laughs> why, whole why are you even upset? Why are you crying? And I'm like, I don't know. She's never coming back. I mean, she's across the freaking country. Very proud of her. Shout yes. Out she just had a private audition, well, select audition for yeah. the Super Bowl with Usher. Mm. Make it, but it's okay. She but to be chosen yeah. among yeah. hundreds of thousands, a sel- selected for a, like a private audition for the Super Bowl. And shout out to everybody at your gym because everybody still follows her. Mm. Everybody still gives her the shout outs. Everybody slides up. Everybody from here. I mean, it's so nice. But, you have such a good community here. Um, thank you for that. Yes, we we do. And but when like we're thinking, I remember during the pandemic times, and and she was trying to look at the colleges and she wasn't feeling aligned when she was trying out she wasn't feeling that connection and for her to be inspired to move across the country what 18 year olds do we know that yes just in june yes and on their own completely in the most the biggest city and away from their family just she is such a family girl Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i know we love you and so proud of you so, cheers. cheers again. Love it. How am I going to do with these? <laughs> lots, to, lots to celebrate. This is what we do. We are trying. We are the glass is always half full than half empty mentality here. Um, okay, so the drop-in has been formed five years ago. God, I remember the moment when you were like, I'm just going to do it. So you've been... Uh, you kind of were like... What? You had a lot to do with that. <laughs> you were like, so... This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna. <laughs> I was like, I'm wait, I was. Pay for your logo no, oh, well, come up with a logo, and that's how we start. And boom, you have a business. Well, it's funny because I, I was like, what? It's, I thought you were just gonna say something bad. I was like, wait a no, second, I was all oh, for it. Yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah. You were the push. Yeah. You were the one that said, do this, and we came up with a logo. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said to take action. Yeah. And you did it. Yeah. And you're doing it on your time. You're mm-hmm. Still working part time with hair. Oh, full time. Yes, and doing that. Mm -hmm. And just building, still teaching for Cindy, the Mm -hmm. competition team. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, just kind of this year, last year it started to grow a little bit. It's the first time I've seen growth, growth, Mm -hmm. where I'm getting numbers now. Mm -hmm. Now I have solid numbers. Not a lot, but enough to take hits. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of just... There are some customers in here that just they put you over the edge. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's like you felt like you had to put on a mask. I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Wait, you actually did actually. You actually did put on a mask. I lost my voice. Because <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I, I physically couldn't talk anymore. Like I couldn't. It started to emotionally wear on me. Hmm. No, that's it's just uh, you're being raw, you're being real. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it feels good. Let it yeah. out. And I woke up one morning.
and she's like, well, what do you mean? You know, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not coming back. Can, can you say in her sexy accent? What? <laughs> do it. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean, Donna? <laughs> Anna, Anya, we love you. Love you. Cheers. Cheers to her, too. See, we're going to celebrate all of you yeah. who came into Donna's life. Too. Yes. All women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. businesses. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so she got it though. Like she supported you through a does. lot. Yes. yes. She still does. She mm-hmm. still reaches out. She mm-hmm. still, you know, I didn't do her dirty. I didn't leave. I didn't take all the customers. Like, mm. I just said, I have to take this clean break. Please, please support me wanting to move forward with something else. I know it's a huge risk. I know I'm going to make no money, mm. but please just don't give me a hard time about quitting. Mm-hmm. And she really didn't. Yeah. Um, actually, her husband uh, wrote to me and said he was really proud of me. Oh. Yeah, that it takes guts to... They've been there through everything. Mm-hmm. They've always, I mean... Yeah. So, I called Joe and said, I just want you to know I quit my job today. Hmm. He's like, okay, well, is there a plan? I said, no, no, no plan. He's like, well, Donna, we need a plan. And I'm like, well, we'll figure it out. As and you always do. Yeah. And it hasn't been easy, mm-hmm. but... Um, more time mm-hmm. because you have to choreograph and you have to stage and you have to listen to music and you have to know where to cut your music like it takes it's not just you go in you teach a class and you know it's the same thing with yeah. co- coaching yeah. here it's not you have to prepare work. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trying to evolve and keep it fresh yeah. so you have to do all the research yeah. and everything else and so tell us even so since it's been what nine months since you left March hair and went women's, women's history month right. yes Go yes ahead. march yes i love that and so in that moment you're like okay time to full focus on the business so much has happened mm-hmm. in the business yeah. from inclusion to like let's let's get like let's get a little deeper into what's happened the past nine months uh, you know. So I teach a class with special needs. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that since I started dropping. Um, same group of kids. They're all, you know, in their twenties now. So fun. You have to come and see them. Um, last year, I've been reaching out to see if they could get into a competition, like a vape competition mm-hmm. in New York City, New Jersey. And everybody just kind of said, "Oh, we don't really have a program. Oh, we don't have a program. Oh, we gave up that program because of COVID and with the health concerns. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to risk that." And I just kept thinking, "No, no, 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 no." And if you know anything about me, I love an underdog. Mm-hmm. If you tell me no, I'm going to keep that fighting. That means yes for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will fight until I get it. So uh, this past year, I got my first yes from Janine Dance Convention. Shout out. Cheers to you. Joe. We got lots of Joes in our lives. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots Tremaine. of J's. Yeah. Tremaine. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. Tremaine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Joe's real name is Tremaine, guys. Yeah. Who would have thought? Her Joe. Yeah. Mine's Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's see. They said yes. They said yes. With mm-hmm. open arms, bring them to New York. They did not charge me anything. They said, but we don't have a separate program. I said, I don't need a separate program. Inclusion is including them with everyone else. Mm. Throw them to the wolves. They can do what everybody else can do. 
some have limitations for sure, but just try it. Yeah. The, no, the world is still so closed tight. Yeah. What, there's no generational breakthroughs. Mm. It's like we're still, we have to do this and this. Yeah. Like, just throw everybody together. Like, the world it, needs that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, we'll try it. Mm. So they were my first try. And when I was there, um, Tony, Tony Bay, Tony Bellissimo. Tony Bellissimo. Seriously. Big, big, big cheers. Mentor to you, to Angie. Yeah. We'll get into that. So. Um, actually, he's in the new Trolls movie. He's uh, the guy with the purple hair dancing. I can't wait to watch yeah. it. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, Tony, he, let's see. He's become a really good friend of mine. I met him through Tremaine years ago. I think it was like 2010. He practically raised my daughter through mm. saw something in her and has raised her and now mentors her out there mm-hmm. she babysits his son mm-hmm. and just now she has a family at home so I'm not concerned with her at all she mm-hmm. has a family. so he actually started a class and was able to get to teach the class and then was able to get everybody around them and dance with them and then gave them the Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Then I was leaving to go into the mini room because I had three minis with me, um, Jack Harper and Gabriella. I was walking in to watch them after doing the class in my other platoon, the special needs kids were in the other class. And this man walks up to me and says, hey, is, are those your kids that were just in there? He's like, well, I saw it was so beautiful. He's like, I love it. He's like, my name is Sal. And I was like, oh, hey, Sal, what's up? You know, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got you to gotta come to Monsters. And I said, oh, I've been trying to go to Monsters, but, you know, they don't have the program anymore. And he's like, no, 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 just like this, just like this. We're going to make it happen. And I was like, okay. We exchanged numbers. Uh, let's see. A month later, we did a call, and Cassidy, Cassidy Bright is on Monsters. And I also, she's also Angie's mentor. Mm. And Angie babysits her dog. Because Donna's, because yeah, she's yes, because Donna's also texting all of her mentors on the side. Like, hey, give Mike the side job. She needs needs work. So, um, let's see. Cassidy actually gave Angie classes on Zoom during COVID. I would pay her to give her private lessons, which was a huge blessing during COVID. Mm -hmm. She she could reach out to any choreographer because they weren't working. Right. So they were like, sure, why not? Yeah. So there's Angie in the basement. We all become friends. Me, Joe, Kelsey, Cassidy. Mm-hmm. We're all like, Angie's like, is this my class or are you and dad just going to like talk to my teachers? <laughs> so Cassidy is actually the one who ran the special needs program at Monsters mm-hmm. before COVID happened. And so Sal was like, I got to introduce you to Cassidy. I said, oh, I already know Cassidy. So we, the three of us went on a conference call. And Sal was like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I will make it happen. Boom, now we're going to Monsters. So two months later, after we go to Tremaine, mm-hmm. we're going to Monsters. Mm. Did the whole thing. Got on stage, did the freestyle. Oh, they were so, they were so amazing. They're so great. Even at the recital. I like, just seeing, they, they do, and they they're just genuinely happy. Yeah. 
they are, I just love what you've, and they've been the most consistent. Like, I, yes. I feel like you've just yes. been, even like with your marketing and everything that you put in social media, and like, I feel like they have been their, a story for you yeah. that we, I could say, oh, is it that one? The one who dances like this, I love him. And then the girls, like, I'm like, I always ask you, do they compete? Because they both love, love the light. Like, they love the camera. Oh, yeah, love the two girls, the two blondes. All of them. They yeah. All love it. They, yeah. <laughs> Nick, all, they all, they all love it. So that really. And it's growing. But that, so that, but that with what you did with, with your special needs class, that really did increase your awareness, your exposure, your name, your name, but also the drop-ins name. So between your brand, um, it it opened more doors up. And then, so when you said, so Tony was a big part of that. And then he was also a big part of the story with Jack. Jack. So Jack Jack Attack. Let's talk about, I mean, let's, let's kind of sum this up with your story with Jack and how this happened. Like, I love that with, with the drop in of you having boys too, because everyone, that's another I thing. I know. I love this. Yeah. I love it so much of how just that's that safe. You, can, you, also, you create this safe environment. It's also a space. Mm-hmm. Not every boy wants to do, do sports. sports. Yes. And actually at a young age, they don't Mm-hmm. If, if they want to do it or not. And this is giving them agility. Yeah. Eye-hand coordination. Mm-hmm. It's giving so much for them. Some of it have left and said, oh, my, my son's going to play basketball now. Yeah. My son's going to yeah. play soccer now. Okay. It's all these little skills. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That, that, and discipline. Yes, exactly. Discipline. Commitment. I have, I have three-year-olds that haven't been to pre-K yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my assistants. They're like, oh, my God, they're so crazy. Yeah. I'm like, they haven't been taught yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'm helping preschool teachers yes like hey you're gonna get this kid mm-hmm. so jack uh, i met jack was four when he started yeah um, almost a year ago go in january yeah. right uh he started coming i think in september or october oh okay last year okay um and his dad called me uh, peter mm-hmm. and which is rare for a dad to call me He's like, hey, so, you know, I see everybody's going away. What, what's this Tremaine and monsters? And I want Jack to go. I'm like, well, he's not really old enough yet. I'm like, he's got to be five. He's like, well, he's five in January. Let's make it happen. I said, well, you have to be five by January 1st. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, let me think about it a little bit. So I call Tremaine, and I'm like, listen, I have a kid that wants to come. He'll be five in the middle of January. Is there any way? and just, like, fudge some numbers, mm-hmm. say he's five on January 1st. They're like, let me see what we can do. Because you're really not supposed to do that, sorry. But you did, and there's a reason for it. So, um... This is, this is why, like, I truly feel like when everything happens for a reason, 100%. there's an underlying 100%. cause that yeah. this, is, this impacted him on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. So, we get Jack to go. He goes to the mini-program. His dad actually, he was like, I don't know how we're going to do this. My wife's from like Oregon. I don't know how she's going to, mm. you know, do the New York City because I have to mm-hmm. coach my son. And, um, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I'm reading. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, I lost it. No, you didn't lose oh, it. Wait, what was it? Jack. Jack. No, no, where was I in the part? And his, from and Lauren from Idaho. Yes, yeah, so he was. He was sick. Sorry, sorry. Yep. I get nope. distracted easy. <laughs> Don't bend it down. We're eating questions. Like, <laughs> distracting me. Um, it's all good. 
Cheers. Cheers, ADD. Here we go. Yeah. Cheers, ADD. All right. We got it. So he was saying he had to coach. He's like, I don't know how this is going to work. And I'm like, listen, you just got to make it happen. You're going to coach Jude forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Jack's your middle kid. Just take him yourself. Yeah. Just come. Mm-hmm. Just you and Jack. Come mm-hmm. the weekend, right? So they come. It was awesome. Jack was great. Uh, he had a lot of questions. He, it was Tony's class. And he was the only boy. He had his little Jordans on. And Tony loves his sneakers. And uh, he kept raising his hand, kind of interrupting him. And he's, he's really four. Four. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, hey, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. And Tony's like, what's up, bud? And he's like, uh, when is this over? And he's like, oh, in a little bit. You know, I'll let you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. Hand goes up five seconds later. I'd like to know how many minutes. Hmm. He's like, what's your name? He's like, my name is Jack. He's like, all right, Jack. I'll let you know when we're done, okay? I'll let you know time, minutes, seconds, blah. Let's just keep grooving. So he's playing Michael Jackson. Turns around. Does anyone know who sings this song? Jack raises his hand. It's Michael Jackson. Tony's all excited. So he's like, oh, it's Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, and he's making an impact on him already. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of going back and forth, even though, you know, Peter's over there. Like, oh, that's <laughs> He's smarter than he's like. Oh God, he's so smart. How nice that Peter. I never had my dad sitting in the dance room watching me for hours at Tremaine. No. Or my mom. Yeah. I went by myself. Yes. Did Joe ever go to any of the Tremaine? No. No. (laughs) And he didn't go to any of Angie's either. That's what I'm saying. Did Joe go to any of Angie's? Usually it's a girl trip. Yes. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's like dance moms. It really is that type of scene. Mm hmm. So. And you bring up the dance dads on yeah. on at the uh, recital. Yeah. Well, no, I bring up a parent battle, and all the dads end up on stage. Oh, correct. Yeah. Right, I forget. So it's it's like, the dads. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Everybody wants to dance. Mm. So Jack finally raised his hand, and he was like, is this over yet? And Tony was like, no, Jack. He's like, well, I'm tired. Mm. So everybody goes home. Peter sends me a text. He's like, hey, Donna. He's like, anybody have COVID? I'm like, nope, just you. you know, they were going to Empire State Plaza. They were mm-hmm. in New York City having a great time. And about two weeks, three weeks later, now we're at five weeks, I'm kind of like, I haven't seen Jack. Mm-hmm. And he loves dance. Mm. So um, I reached out and I was like, hey, you know, I don't know if Tremaine was too much, if I pushed to have a four-year-old you know, go out. To New York City and experienced that, and he was like, "I don't know, I haven't been able to find a way." I get emotional every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said, um, "He said Jack has cancer." Mm. God, I know. I remember when you. I was. I was when a you te- crazy person. Remember when you texted me? I was like, "What? What is going on? Yeah. It was wrong with our family." I thought it was. Remember, I was like, "You can't, you can't do that." I was like, "I'm not texting. You have to call me." You were like, "I need to know now," and I'm like, "Please, it's AC, you know." Yes. So, um, Ugh. yeah, Jack could never imagine getting that news no. as a parent. No. Yeah, and there's Crazy. a. Jack, I know, you know, and there was just and just the fact that. Peter was able to have that experience with him. I remember when right. he he made a video. Right, yes, he did. When he came back and yes, so the impact that you made, this connection you made with Jack, mm-hmm. it is the sweetest, most endearing relationship of it. They didn't want to fundraise, they right, didn't right away. Want a lot of 
guys, Donna, right away, Donna was like, let's call JP. Look, we're calling Dave Hostig. We're all having, we're having a fundraiser. We're having this event. Everyone's going to come. Cause like you said, there is the costs associated with this are insane. People have no clue. No clue. Even with insurance. Right. It doesn't cover every chemo. Mm-hmm. So. So with that, I started showing up to the house on Sundays. We would have yeah. dinner together. We would do just dance. We would mm-hmm. just try to keep him a little bit active. And I wanted to keep that relationship with him. And you did. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of oh people. I know. Oh my God, I know. Me, um, he, he's in preschool or kindergarten right now. He drew a turkey. Yeah. Did he say Miss Donna? He said, it said, like, what What are you surprised at? He said that my dance teacher went on vacation with my family. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. Stop. That's so yeah, cute. They, so They said, what What are you thankful? I don't know. But he was like, my dance teacher. Yeah. You know, all that. So, so tell us what happened when I was talking about the past nine months. What's just has just surfaced organically you so, so what, you became out. passionate about becoming yeah. a what uh, the studio becoming. Well, first I went to um, I reached out to Tony, and I, I said to Tony, we have to. Uh, I said, remember the little boy in your class that kept giving you a hard time? Mm-hmm. Like Wade, I said he has cancer. He was so upset. We're gonna do whatever it takes. He told me about Dancers Against Cancer. Mm-hmm. It's an organization that funds. Children in, that go to dance studios, um, they just give them funding for it to be anything. Mm-hmm. It could be a vacation. It could be chemo. It could be groceries. Mm-hmm. And I thought you had to be a whole studio in order to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't become a whole studio during this time. All, this all happened. The last six months of my life has been crazy. Yeah. Good crazy. Yes. So I thought I took a risk. I know. That's it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just to help other but not people. even knowing it's the uncertainty. Uncertainty. Mm-hmm. I'm praying and manifesting that will come too. Yeah, but it's all about helping people, mm-hmm. the underdogs, the people that aren't seen, the people mm-hmm. that aren't heard, the people that need help. Um, I thrive on it. Mm-hmm. And you do. He Tony reached out to Dancers Against Cancer right away. She shot back right away. We're going to help any way we can. We kind of. Didn't really hear anything for a little while. We had a fundraiser for Jack, Norman's side. Um, and Lauren, Jack's mom, called me maybe a month and a half later saying that she just received a check for $10,000 from Dancers Against Cancer. I'm like, what? I'm like, I didn't, I didn't become the studio. How'd this happen? It's a scam. It's a scam. And I'm like, no. You know, so I reached out to Tony. Did, did you do this? He's like, no. He's like, you know... I told them they had to do the financial packet, and they did. Mm. And so they also flew Jack and his family to Hollywood mm-hmm. to go to the Industry Dance Awards, mm. which was phenomenal. So Peter actually got me, like, me a ticket. Yeah. A, I could see my daughter. Mm-hmm. And B, I get to be a part of it with them because I helped get them there. You saw the most, like you saw the biggest people in, in the I dance industry. Out. So Jack, who, who Jack did Jack? And I were sitting outside of the bathroom, just waiting for like water, and all of a sudden JoJo Siwa walks by, and he's like, "Oh, see, he'll never forget that." 
to she did everything. She was mm. so amazing. She mm. was so amazing with those kids. Shout out to JoJo. There's another JoJo. Look at that. And JoJo. And my daughter JoJo. Okay, this is very. We know this, but then saying this. All the JoJos. Can we get into the JoJos? Okay, let's get into the JoJos. Let's talk about Mommy JoJo. Yeah. Peter just ran the New York City Marathon. Congrats, Peter. That's freaking amazing. With everything Everything they're going through, and you still committed to that. Wow. I wrote him a message yesterday or today. He didn't even respond to me. Like, are you coming today to the mini hitters thing? It's for your, it's for your company, for your organization. You're not away. And I didn't even hear back from him. Peter, Peter, we love you though. I do. You are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were, we were going to the JoJo's. Oh no. Peter was running the New York City Marathon Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. And he told me, he sent me a little clip of Jack in his first dance class. Mm. and said that when he got to mile 21, he was done. He had an Uber ready to go back to the hotel. He just wasn't going to finish. Mm-hmm. And he took a turn, and there was a live DJ. And I think it was Brooklyn. I think they were. I don't know. The Bronx or Brooklyn. And he was done, had the Uber ready. He was going back to the hotel. And as he turned the corner, um, Nelly was playing the, uh, what is that song? I can't think of the song. Anyhow, long story short. We're going to remember it. I don't know why I can't think of it. It'll come to me. In yep, a it will. So he heard the verse that Nelly sang mm-hmm. in the song. And it was the same verse that I played for Jack's first dance class. Oh. Like, let's fucking go. And that's what gave the motivation. Yeah. That momentum so, like, just continued. Me, like, I was hysterical when I read yeah. that text. And then I see little Jack with his mask on. Like, you know, because then yeah. he still had to wear masks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Jack's like dancing away with his long curly hair, and he's like, this, and it it just made me feel so good that he was able to relate. Mm-hmm. That, that's what he did. Yeah. To keep going. Yeah. That so, says a lot about you, right? Uh, that's a reflection on you. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, and it's but like what you're doing, this impact you're putting out there in the community between all of dance, even hair. And now what you're doing in the school in at Albany High, which I want to like get into that briefly too, is also a reflection on your mom. So you have now, guys. When I say that, if there's anyone, I, and I said at the beginning, and I'm gonna say it right now again, anyone I know, one of the strongest people I know is Donna. She's had so much hardship, so much loss, a lot of loss it's from. Oof, we have domestic violence, heart. I mean, like you name it, cancer a lot of disease, a lot of just traumatic events. But the number one thing is your mama. So that's where I'm not looking at you so we don't cry together because this is the time, how many years? Eight. eight years, yeah. Because it was right when I started my business. December 16th. Mm-hmm. It's, years, yeah. yeah. And I was able to be with her the last Thanksgiving. I will never, ever forget that. She was with me, Bree, and my mom when we were living with my mom. Over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh-huh. But you are living out her legacy. And that, and you didn't even, re- I feel like you didn't even realize that until so more. Yes. It's like, did you, and you didn't even intentionally 
really put yourself in that position to be like, this is what, this is what I'm, you know, doing this. I'm living out my mom's legacy, which like, that's what we say. That's what like a lot of us say when, what we want for our future, what we want to uh, leave for our children is creating that legacy. And you're doing that in reflection of her. So like how, like, what does she do to inspire you? Like, what was her, (laughs) you gotta get, you gotta give more context just about one of my favorite people ever. Like she's just one of the most special. Mm-hmm. She sure did. Everyone, every single person. Oh, I love your mother. I yes. Love your mother. She was funny. She was smart. Mm. She was independent. She was an amazing mother. I'm going to get emotional. Now. It's okay. Um, yeah. She was a storyteller and yeah. a listener. You guys know right now, as you're listening, that Donna's a storyteller. Like, I always am like, we're not going to, we're not, we're not going (laughs) to. Can you just finish to the end? I already did the circle with the hands at one point. You did see it? Okay. (laughs) You are your mother's daughter. But this is the thing. Like, we could always, D and I would always say, we can always depend on Aunt Jo when we're at a, when we're at like a holiday or just Mm -hmm. being with her. We can always depend on Aunt Jo listening to us and our issues and our stories. Always done. Many outfits. Yep. That's that's both our moms. Like we're so. Yeah. Like I think I look fine. Right? <laughs> Making me feel bad about myself. But that was her. She was always even in her sweatpants. Like I don't know. Like, oh my god. Ever, yeah, I know. I was wondering they that all, too. So, so t- tell me about, you know, her involvement with cancer, what she did, and then the connection now with you and cancer. Like, I just find it yeah. fascinating, oh, the parallels yeah. of what you're doing. Um, and in inner city Albany. She had the big Winnebago. Mm-hmm. She would drive down to underserved communities for um, women who didn't have insurance and uh, in the black community because they needed to know about early detection because they weren't taught. Mm. And she would just go and drive and knock on doors and use flyers. I remember I was like fake boobs in my house. <laughs> we did too. There. We did too. I'm like, what are these things? They were like, we would like I, rem- I remember that. <laughs> At the Homestead House? Exactly. The Homestead House, yeah. So, I'm like, so, you know, she would teach women. She even made a rap song. It was like the BSC rap. Stop. It's your body. Get over here. Every time you go. <laughs> Get um, she started fitting women for prosthesis and wigs. Mm-hmm. And they lost their hair. Uh, we had people in and out of our house all the time. Mm. Until she was able to have her own store, and then after that, I um, she helped so many people. She got so close to them, she would be hysterical when her story would be mm. yeah, the way you want it to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she left that and decided to be a school nurse at Harry Gibbons in Albany and helped all those girls. We would have girls at our house eating dinner. 
So she did open our eyes to a lot. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. of giving back. Mm-hmm. There it is. Having empathy. Yes. And not ever acting or feeling better than. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just as equal. Mm. Help people out. Um, and, and she was very genuine about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 like just, yeah. like when you say a giving back and empathy, like just extremely, yeah, yeah. like you felt it. And you want to be around that. She was contagious. Everyone. Yes. Each, like every individual she would touch in a different way. Like she wasn't the same with everyone. It, she kind of like whatever you needed, mm-hmm. she was there. Even my friends in high school. Like yeah. She just did so much for everybody. Joanna. Yeah. That's, that's my baby's middle name. Yeah. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. I know. And she came in my dream. I'm telling you, I have not seen her since. And that was, that's when my, that's when the contractions start. Like it was, do you remember that moment when I called you? I was like, she just came in my dream. Skylie is coming right now. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. Know, something crazy. So I just got the job at Albany High. Mm-hmm. Um, teaching dance. She was a Harry Gibbons. Mm-hmm. I needed a third car. I didn't know how the hell I was getting a car right now. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. So expensive. I was going to fix all of my life in one week because I had to start immediately. I went to the car dealership who was my brother's friend's brother, Corey Waltz. It's his brother, Brian oh, Waltz. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I go to him, and my first car payment is on December 16th, my mom's anniversary. Wow. Oh my God, there were so many things that happened that day. I was hysterical. Joe was mm. like, it's all your mom telling you, like, this is what's didn't you take a picture of her name popped up on? With you. Yes. I don't know why it's you and her. Yes. On my favorites on my car. Uh-huh. So when I drove the car off the lot. That's what it was. You took a picture. By the way, it's my first car I bought without a cosigner or my husband or so I was like. Go ahead. 49. 49. <laughs> That's right. Um, We're celebrating that 50th. Yep, like just wait. all out. All sweats. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to wear sweatpants, 90 CJ, and uh, check in with their car. Hell yeah. yeah. Let's go. There were so many things. Gosh, I, I don't remember all of them. But there were so many. So actually, to go back, my first dream of my mother after she died was. It's okay. You can take a deep breath. Sorry. That's okay. Oh, please. Last episode. No, that's okay. Right. Oh, please. You can ask John. I'm always crying. Oh, yeah. Last episode, I was like, can you edit this out? I was crying about Bria. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the day after my mom died. Mm. And just to kind of get. I that she was healthy. The gray hair, salt and pepper hair. Mm-hmm. And she had on her little humper, the brown one with the flowers mm. on it. And she was standing outside of Corey Waltz's house. Mm-mm. Yeah. And she had her arms open. She was like, Donna, look, look, look at the fireworks. And I was like, what are you doing here? I could just, it's really the only dream I remember of her in eight years. And she, and I was like, why are you here? And she, she loved Corey Walter's birds. Oh, my God. So it was just, you know, she gave me a big hug and told me she was great and to look at Fireworks. She always said, "Look at the fireworks." Always, yes, that was our that life. Was our thing. That was Every our thing. Thursday night was 
um, the fireworks. Yeah. So here I'm buying a car from yeah. the Waltz family. Mm-hmm. My first payment's December 16th. Her name pops up. I'm out of school. I, I just... Yeah. You know... It's all connected. It's all for a reason. You, you go on all these Instagram stories and you see all these things and everybody's like, you know, your mindset's got to be blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Get here. Mm-hmm. And you see all these things and all these things and it's like... And then you... You know, people don't post the hardships. Mm-hmm. And they should. Like, even I should. Like, you know... Um, but it's true. Mm-hmm. If you truly believe in yourself and you take a risk, it doesn't, it could be like cutting ribbons. Like it could be anything you want it to be. But when you fully give it a hundred percent attention, mm-hmm. things happen without you even trying mm-hmm. and pushing for it. Yeah. And that's what's happened in just a month yeah. for you. So, yeah, I went to high school with her. I used to work with her brother. Yeah. Like she shows up and she's like, I want to do, you inspire me. Mm-hmm. I want to do a photo shoot and a video for your special needs kids and all your kids. And you know, now she's that was so powerful. Like, yeah, I know. It's just everything. And that's, but that's connection. That's like, community. That's like, connection. Tell me, what have you done in the past week now? Like, you went from crazy to crazy yeah. with lots of A's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And give us just a little snapshot of what your life has been like in the past week. I work at the high school. I'm teaching dance class. It's an elective. Mm-hmm. Uh, not great pay right now. You know, it's, it's a point for so it's not great. I see everyone's on Take that Stop. Idiot. And I'm like, me, over here, I'll take it. I want to change everyone's lives. I'll do it for, you know, that amount. It's me, I'm over here. Um, but honestly, they've been wonderful to me, giving me so many more opportunities to help grow the program. And if I grow the program, then I can become full-time. So I took that risk also. Mm-hmm. So I'm working at the high school. Now I'm the administrator for their step dance team, the majorettes. The majorettes. Cannot wait. Uh huh. Um, But I was tested. Mm. Already. Yeah. Week one. Of course. That's exactly what happened when I was at Albany Leadership. It was just, I don't, like, what's this girl going to bring to me? How she's going to be leaving me again, just like the last person did. And that's why you are where you're at right now. You filled in the position of the person who couldn't really commit. She's going to handle it. You have to connect. Yeah. It's that trust right away. And you not be scared of hall fights. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so what has been your favorite part so far? The kids. Yeah? Yeah. Seeing on the white erase board. Mm-hmm. Have a great day, Miss D. We love you, Miss D. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miss D. Miss D is the best. When you, when you see them dance, is like, what is that feeling like? Yeah. They just they they teach me too. Mm-hmm. They teach me too. But to see what's happening though is like they're because some of them were skipping and trying to come to my class. Oh. I don't know everybody yet, so I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, are you supposed to be in here?" They're like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "Okay." 
the principal is like, yeah, that can't happen. She's like, you're skipping English, Donna. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I need to take attendance. Let me learn how to use this. Oh, I'm not even the she can. Oh God, don't get started. Don't get started about this. I have no choice now. I don't get started. So yeah. So today I was taking attendance on the computer, and I was I clapped my hands. I was like, I did it. They're like, what? I'm like, attendance. They're like, can you play the music? You've been doing that for 20 minutes. <laughs> But um, oh. even walking in the hall and hearing someone say, what, Miss B? Mm. Like, you know, or, hey, you know, yeah. give me a hug. Like, today, it was happy Thanksgiving. Where are you going for Thanksgiving? In the beginning, it was like, you know, who's this chick? Yeah. And we're going to push you out. Yeah. So we don't get hurt. Yeah. And um, I'm mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Yeah. I refuse. Mm. So, you love a challenge. I do. Just like you said, beginning of, I know you do. And this is, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I was worried because it's just one more thing you're adding to your plate and it's, you're in the hustle mode. You're always in the hustle mode, but there's going to be a point where. I I do have to set some boundaries for myself. Absolutely. I know. I know. Teaching two studios, doing this during the day, trying to do hair on the side on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, I have three kids. I have two. But I'm glad you're saying this because this is called Mom Boss Maximizer, right? And, and you're maximizing your strengths. Yeah. Your strengths are, I mean, what, what would you say your top three strengths are? I'm not going to pay you that. Being focused. <laughs> <laughs> Being focused on a goal. Okay. 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 Not focused, ever. Okay. Well, Donna, we're over here. You what? Hyper focus. Yeah. There we go. I, oh, I'm what, dead. What was the question? What are your top three strengths? My top three strengths. Hyper focus. Hyper focus. When you're in your zone of genius. Okay. So yes. I love hard. Mm-hmm. That's the challenge. That's you. Even yeah. when I'm treated badly, everyone's like, oh, I can never do that. Oh, you have way more patience than me. And I don't even mm. think it's, I, I don't have patience. But respect is earned two ways. And mm. I feel like everybody's so quick to just turn it off mm-hmm. or just give up or you know you have how do you get through your life mm. you have to have patience and you have to stick consistency yeah you say it all the time i know yeah i listen to you a lot i know you do i love you so with but this is why i'm so happy that you called yourself out and you're holding yourself accountable by saying this out loud it's in, in public that you're gonna have to find some type of no. Yes. I don't say no. Yes, I know. And that is, and you own a business, and now you're in it. Now you're working for somebody else, too. So this this managing and navigating through your schedule and through finding your passion and what's gonna what life is going to be like in two years, five years, you, I feel like it's been a lot of uncertainty. You've been, you've been comfortable with hair and, and then going to dance. But yes, but now you're really like, you're in it. You are 110%. You dove in head first right now and you are really testing it out. And this is where with entrepreneurship, a lot of people think it's like just so beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing because you can be flexible and there's so much money that you can make. But this is a true testament right here of Donna's story of it takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of consistency and trying things out, a lot of trial and error. And you're going to be figuring it out still. Yeah. So this is, yeah, of course. Same here. 
and there's you have lots of seasons. Like this has been this year has been a season of growth for you. Huge, huge. And I'm so happy for you. And I'm so excited for you. What would you say my third strength is? I was gonna say just your your connection, your loyalty, and how you make people feel. Like your relationship building is just above most people I know. You make people feel good. I mean, even just even just from like a hug that you give, oh. it feels genuine. But when, even when like you're you're very much like your mom. You empathize, yeah. you listen, but then you're like, don't fuck with me and don't fuck with my people right. too. Right. So it's like that protective, loving person you are. That's what I find your strength is. Um, I, I do see that, that hyper focus. Like when you're in it, you're in it, and you don't give up on. You don't give up, and that's I, what I love about you too. But for you, I think your number one thing is just how you can build those relationships, and that's how you're able to start the drop-in and build that community. Like everyone wants to be around you. It's just you're a very contagious person. So that's why I want everyone to hear. I mean, there's, this was just like a very small fraction of who you are in your story. There's so much more depth to it too. So much more, I mean, we it could be a whole other episode on just trauma and loss and how that shaped you and defined your character and your resilience to be able to like everything you've overcome. And that's a big reason of why you have built your, your business and are continuing to now to say, F it, I'm going to do me. Cause that's, that's a lot of thing. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have no idea what life really is. Yes. You know, and yeah. not to, you know, compare, but mm-hmm. you know, when you go through loss. Yeah. Now I know. It's you. You have no choice. We we say that a lot. You have no choice. Yeah. But s- to move forward. Yeah. And what are you going to do with it? Because in reality, sometimes I think to myself, Oh my God, I'm going to be 50 this year. Does this mean I have 10 years left? Mm-hmm. Left? 20 years left? Yeah. So what am I going to do with my life? Yes. What am I going to teach my girls? Mm-hmm. And that, that right there is definition of mom boss Max Weiser. That's why I like wanted to bring you on during this time of gratitude, this month of gratitude, the anniversary of your mom's death, your pa- her passing, and everything that you're doing right now. Like, I'm just so proud of you. I love you. Yeah, we could keep going. Oh, look, look who's here. I'm blinded by the light. It's your baby girl. Cool. It's your goddaughter. See, as we're talking about JoJo and I, I guess. Joe and JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening in. I hope you could take a little some nuggets of wisdom from Donna. And if you need to get a hold of her or are interested in uh, bringing your daughter or your son to the drop-in, right on um, social media. There you go. There we go. We're going to put it right in the notes. If you have any questions for Donna, never hesitate to reach out to her. She'll get back to you with her 187 texts at some point in her life. (laughs) All right. So until next time, keep maximizing your potential. Cheers. Cheers.